Welcome everyone uh, to Sunday service at the uh, Temple of Light at Ananda Village. Today is, feels like the beginning of fall with a little bit of coolness and moisture in the air. Uh, my name is Naya Swami Anandi. This is Naya Swami Bharat. Our speaker this morning is Brahmachari Sagar. This week's reading from Rays of the One Light, very important powerful reading, especially at this time. Rays of the One Light is weekly commentaries on the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita written by Swami Kriyananda. And this week's reading is Victory Demands the Courage of Conviction. Truth is one and eternal. Realize its oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda, Jesus Christ said in the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 10, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth, that is to say, clingeth to his life, shall lose it. And he that loseth, in other words, giveth up, his life for my sake shall find it. God tests the firmness of our faith. The sword described here is the sword of discrimination. The struggle Jesus describes is not a war against unknown enemies, but the struggle with our own attachment to all that is nearest and dearest to us, humanly speaking. Ultimately, is a war against the ego itself and against anything with which we surround ourselves to bolster the ego's fragile sense of security. When Yogananda, as a boy, fled, the, fled to the Himalayas to embrace a life of solitary meditation, he was apprehended by his older brother Ananta and brought home again. At a certain point, before he would accept defeat, he whispered to his friend Amar, his companion on the flight, let us slip away when opportunity offers. We can go on foot to Rishikesh. But Amar, whose brother had accompanied Ananta, had turned pessimist, disclaiming any intention of continuing their adventure. Yogananda's memorable comment on Amar's refusal was, he was enjoying the familial warmth. The spiritual warrior rejects that familial warmth. Rather, he claims the whole universe as his home. As the Bhagavad Gita puts it in the 14th chapter, unaffected by outward joys and sorrows, or by praise and blame, secure in his divine nature. 
regarding with equal gaze a clod of mud, a stone, and a bar of gold, impartial toward all experiences, whether pleasant or unpleasant, firm-minded, untouched by either praise or blame, treating everyone alike, whether friend or foe, free from the delusion that, in anything he does, he is the doer. Such a one has transcended nature's triune qualities. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. Om, Om, Om. And welcome to this Sunday service. My name is Sagar, and it's my pleasure to be with all of you sharing our wonderful Guru's teachings. As usual, let's begin by reading from Whispers from Eternity. And this particular Whispers, which are prayer demands, uh, they strengthen our resolve, is called, I demand to return home. So let me read this to you. Impediments beware, flee my path. I am homeward bound. Through the long corridors of time, stumbling often into pits of error, then lifted out by thy unseen hand. I have walked painfully, discouraging darkness, barbed wire fences of habit, stony embankments of indolence, mountains of indifference, oceans of unfaithfulness, sirens of sense longing, may stand even now in my path as if to prevent my onward march to thy palace. But a million kingdoms and sextillions of years of unblemished worldly happiness will never tempt me again to turn away from thee. And so this topic, uh, victory demands the courage of conviction. I just want to read again a couple lines from Rays of the One Light. Let's take that as our starting point for this uh, really interesting and important topic. Now, Swami Kriyananda writes, the spiritual warrior rejects the familial warmth. And he's not talking about an abstract spiritual warrior. He's talking about you and I. So let's start with our self-definition. What's our self-definition? We are spiritual warriors. And it's always nice to remember that because as uh, Naya Swami Bharat was reading, I must uh, confess, while preparing for this talk, I forgot to uh, read up what the affirmation for this week was. It was positive thinking. But as I was listening to him, he said something, you know, the affirmation that Swamiji wrote says, my outer life is a reflection of my inner thoughts. First, our self-definition has to be right. If that's not right, then your outer life is a reflection of other priorities creeping up and taking up the space that we should reserve for our divine search. So let's start with that first thing, the self-definition that we are spiritual warriors. And then Swami Kriyananda narrates this fun, uh, you know, that's the chapter, my flight toward the Himalayas. And Swamiji writes from that chapter, Yogananda was always, as a little boy, trying to run away, away from home, according to his family. 
and uh, he was always caught by his elder brother who was very very uh, shrewd and brought back home but if it was yogananda himself he would take offense at that interpretation of the narrative you know it was his family's interpretation that he was running away from home <laughs> think yogananda's interpretation would be he was running toward home this world is not our home he was doing the right thing you know the home is cosmic consciousness it's infinity and the yogis the great avatars they are so charged with that understanding and realization that as soon as they are born and can start walking and talking that's where they want to go and all the others they think oh he's running away from home no you and i need to have that same determination to run toward home which is not even for a magical place such as ananda village our home is not 14618 tyler foot road this is a way station toward a very good way station to make our sprint toward our true home which is self realization but i want to also talk about a couple practical things here because it's very easy for us to get diverted from this path what are those diversions well this whispers mentions all of them one by one let me read some of the things that keep us you know impediments beware what are those impediments discouraging darkness well we can blame god for that let's say you know because sometimes we don't get the blessings of meditation as soon as we want them barbed wire fences of habit stony embankments of indolence which is laziness mountains of indifference oceans of unfaithfulness sirens of sense longings that stand in our path now i think i can see all those things at work in my life and probably the same is true for you also so we need to learn how to keep the one goal in front of us always now unfortunately the way yogananda put it is this this world is like a show god has put on it's like a movie but unfortunately for us god is a very very engaging script writer he's really done the show so well that it's hard to keep our take our eyes off the show and i want to tell you a story from my own personal life about this and uh, i told prashad before we did this sunday service i'm going to talk about spider man and the avengers because it's been a year since we've had this temple and nobody's you know talked about them it didn't feel right so i says i'm going to talk about it um, i always loved yogananda's analogy that this world is a movie he would take his students to the movie theater he would say let's enjoy this engaging movie but when the audience his students were really engaged you know really engrossed in watching the movie he would tap them on the shoulder and they would suddenly jump up and then he would say oh well look at the beam of light don't look at the movie don't create engrossed there if you look at the movie you see ups and downs pain and pleasure life and death sorrow and happiness but as soon as you learn to withdraw and look to the pure beam of light you see it's only a drama it's not a reality the light is the reality and because before i came here to ananda village i had to share these teachings very often in mumbai this was my favorite analogy you know i thought 
I knew exactly what Yogananda meant. You know, I was trained. I talk, talked about this so many times. So sure enough, a couple years ago, uh, Marvel re re released Spider-Man Homecoming. And I said to myself, well, I'm, you know, when I go there, I'm going to practice Yogananda's teachings. I'm going to look to the beam at least three or five times. You know, I'm trained in this. I mean, it'll be easy. Well, every time I remember, let me look to the beam. I says, well, I can do it five minutes from now. This is engrossing, you know, he's becoming Spider-Man. I don't want to miss what's happening on the screen. And then after 10 minutes, well, there's still time. And imagine my embarrassment when the end credits started rolling up and I had not looked to the screen. And, you know, this is how this world is. It's much more engaging than the Spider-Man movie. We have children, we have jobs, we have health, relationships, projects, tasks. All of us have good intentions. But all those things, you know, because we are already engrossed in the movie, we don't have the option to say, I won't watch it. We have already been deeply engrossed in this movie for incarnations. It's very hard to pull away our concentration and look to the beam. So then Avengers came out and I said, well, this time I'm going to do better. But I failed again. You know, three hours I was watching the movie and finally it was some other movie, probably the second Avengers or whatever it was, that I was able to turn and look to the beam. But it made me realize it's very easy for that fire of divine search to start smoldering. We want it to be a conflagration, but it's very easy. And you and I are not really to blame completely. This drama is very engrossing. But be that as it may, we want us ourselves to become spiritually free. Another story which is fascinating to me was, you know, I had just come here to Ananda village. And Swami Jaya, you know, he was here, we talked, he made sure I was all set, and he went back to India. My mother's a Kriyaban, uh, she serves in our Pune group, and she met Jaya after some time, you know, when he was in India. And she asked him, how's my son doing? And his answer was fantastic. He says, he's doing well, but he needs to be careful. What do you mean he needs to be careful? He's at the best place in the world, you know, for the spiritual path, Ananda village. Yes, but people go there, it's such a big place, people are on their own, they forget their resolve to meditate deeply. Yogananda says this, he says in the astral worlds, it's so perfect that very few make spiritual progress. So if you are watching from Ananda village, this beautiful, beautiful place, this is not our home, this is a way station. Our purpose, its purpose is to help us run even faster with all the support it gives us to our goal. This is not criticism, this is not condemnation. We are all friends here, but this is not an easy task to accomplish without constant reminders. I live in a monastery, we have a very strong group magnetism. We have group sadhanas, we have other things, long meditations, and so it's easier without that Probably what Nayaswami Jaya had seen in many, many people happen might have happened to me also. So I'm very grateful for that support. You all, all of us must find that support. One purpose, becoming free.
So I want to suggest, I have here a couple uh, plans on how we can keep that divine fire burning within us. And the first one is, now I'm going to talk about something fun also. I saw one of the residents here, they had a photo of that person with their college friends, and they were all holding this little cardboard piece. On it was written, Vegas or bust. And first of all, you know, or bust is an American phrase. I had no idea what it meant. So I says, what does Vegas or bust mean? These are college kids. So I went online and searched for it. It means I'm 100% committed to reaching, in this case, Las Vegas. No matter what happens, I'll die trying, but our goal is to reach Las Vegas. Now, Yogananda's philosophy was, uh, you can use anything to inspire you on the spiritual path. And when I saw that, I says, well, this is a good motto for uh, us as yogis. Samadhi or bust. Self-realization or bust. Don't have a plan B. Here, we live in a place which has fire hazards. Now, if you're dealing with fire hazard, you have to have plan A, B, C, D, E, F. You know, if this road is congested, do this. If this happens, shelter here. If that doesn't work, go there. But when it comes to self-realization, burn all your bridges behind you. No plan B. What's your plan if you don't find God? I have no plan. Vegas, not Vegas. Samadhi or bus. We didn't, everybody goes to Vegas. That's not what we are affirming. Samadhi or bus. Self-realization or bus. This is how Yogananda Ji himself lived his life. And this is how he wanted all of us to live on his behalf as his students. As I was thinking of these things, somehow, just 24 hours ago or maybe 48 hours ago, I found a letter of Paramahansa Yogananda's, which I had not seen before. And this was exactly on this topic. So I says, I'm going to read it for all of us here. So this is a letter he wrote on December 16, 1942 to Louis Carpenter. Dear Miss Carpenter, thank you for your letter written December 8th. I am so pleased to see your enthusiasm for self-realization. And I pray that you will never be satisfied with anything less than the highest illumination. Let God come first in your life and duties to the world trail second. Then alone will you realize the true purpose of life. Now, when I read these letters, you know, one of the things I do is often I'll replace the name of the student with my own name because that way I receive free guidance from the Guru. And so whatever your name is, think these lines are addressed to you, especially those of you who are here at Ananda Village. When I was learning to drive in California, you have to read the driving manual and you have to give a quiz. They often uh, had this statement there, driving is not a right, it's a privilege. Living here is a privilege. We must learn to become worthy of it. How many of you have seen uh, Saving Private Ryan by uh, Tom Hanks? You know, that's the last thing he says after he saves this particular private. Earn it. Earn the right to live this life for which so many have given up their lives. So we are here 
fantastic place. We have the friends. Now, if you are watching not from Ananda village, you have the same friendship. We are all in this together. You are not alone. Feel free to reach out. Receive magnetism. Yogananda often used to say to those around him, you are stealing lots of magnetism. It's good. It'll help you. So steal magnetism from those who are magnetically enthusiastic about this particular path. And then it becomes easier. So these lines, I'm so pleased to see your enthusiasm for self-realization. And I pray that you will never be satisfied with anything less than the highest illumination. Let God come first in your life and duties to the world trail second. That does not mean you do the duties wrong but you have to learn how to do this right. Then alone will you realize the true purpose of life. Now there's another thing that's important. When we say we won't have any plan B, we only have plan A. That plan A has to be foolproof, otherwise we are going to get sunk. So we have all decided we want to become self-realized. When you took the vow of discipleship, you signed on the dotted line saying, the purpose of life is to become self-realized. How do we make that foolproof? So just having an intent is not enough. I'm going to suggest a few things we can do. All of us should do, and you might find it surprising. Even long-time members, disciples, sincere souls, all of us are sincere souls. There's no doubt about that. But things creep, up, creep in. And then we forget a few nuts and bolts that are so important. The first thing, because I teach lessons in meditation, or I'm one of the instructors, Nayaswami Jyotish's book, first chapter it says, most important thing that will make or break your spiritual life is having a routine. Now there are a few things routine does not mean. Here's what routine does not mean. If you say, I'll meditate every day, that's not a routine. If you say, I'll meditate twice every day, that's still not a routine. If you say, I'll meditate one hour every day, that is not yet a routine either. A routine has to have a time stamp. 6 a.m. to whatever, 7 a.m. Evening, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Otherwise, what happened to me when I was watching Spider-Man, oh, five minutes later, I'm busy right now, will happen to you. So have a routine. The second thing, part of this routine is not just meditating twice a day. Your weekly long meditation. If you say sometime during the week I'll have my three-hour meditation, probably weeks will go by. You might find the end credits of your life are rolling up the screen. And that resolve has not been fulfilled. Have a routine. When is your three-hour meditation? And the third is, Two weeks of seclusion. I am going to seclude right after this Sunday service. So uh, you should book your spot also. This was what Swami Kriyananda said. Have two weeks of seclusion. Don't wait until the last moment. Don't wait until, wait until you say, oh, I'm drained. Now maybe I need a seclusion. You don't do seclusion when you are drained. You have to be enthusiastic about it. So plan for it. That's a part of routine. All these things are important. The more responsibilities you have, the more important it is to do these things. So if you are married, if you have one or two children, and all those things, don't think you are exempt. 
even or if you have a job which is not inside ananda village you have to have these things work with your spiritual advisors everybody needs a spiritual advisor if you don't have one get in touch with us if you don't live at ananda village get in touch with us and there will be a way especially if you have an understanding spouse to make these things happen and then suddenly we find when we put first things first somehow the divine hand helps us take care of other things in life yogananda said the greater the will the greater greater the flow of energy similarly the greater the responsibilities the greater the need for a strong routine and doing each and everything that routine entails so i have to go get my annual checkup you know um, a week from now it's amazing every time you go to the clinic even if it's just for a headache or if you have a fractured finger they'll make you fill all these other things have you been feeling dizzy do you feel that you don't want to live etc 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 and i think that's a good way to counsel people when they come to you for counseling saying my something is not working start with that checkup have you been meditating twice a day have you a routine when's your long meditation where's your seclusion have you been chanting these are important things these are fun things don't feel uh, pressured don't try to figure these things out just by yourself it's hard because we are hypnotized by our way of life but today this is your homework i like to give fun homeworks not tomorrow today get together with your spouse if that applies to you and help each other that's what marriage spiritual relationships are about helping each other become free and plan out what's our meditation routine when can we meditate you know do the long meditation can you take care of the kids while i do it when can i have my seclusion if we plan this involve your spiritual advisor be very very sincere student that's what we need to be sincere students of this path we have all come to our guru paramans yogananda very sincerely and unfortunately this world is very mesmerizing it keeps us busy but with support with friendship with discipline we can get there so here's a little quote i want to read to you and then the way we'll end is by going back to whispers from eternity and doing this affirmation together but this is a quote from uh, swami vivekananda which i read as a kid take up one idea make that one idea your life dream of it think of it live on that idea let the brain the body muscles nerves every part of your body be full of that idea and just leave every other idea alone this is the way to success and this is the way great spiritual giants are produced so let's all try to help each other become great spiritual giants and now we'll do paramans yogananda's uh, whispers together koral my good friend who's helping with the camera is going to focus on one of the photos of paramans yogananda as you will see in that photo he is ready he has his walking staff and he has his determination he is ready to go become self realized no plan b that's how we want to be 
if you have been listening to the Sunday service until this point, on the side, while cooking, doing something else, while relaxing on the chair, that's all right. But now, when we are going to use our Guru's words, which have the power to recharge us, let's sit still, let's give, give these words our 100% attention. So this prayer demand to return home. Let's do this together, close your eyes or look at the photo of Master. Impediments beware, flee my path. I am homeward bound through the long corridors of time, stumbling often into pits of error, then lifted out by thy unseen hand, I have walked painfully, discouraging darkness, barbed wire fences of habits, stony embankments of indolence, mountains of indifference, oceans of unfaithfulness, Sirens of sense longings may stand even now in my path as if to prevent my onward march to thy palace. Now focus deeply, but a million kingdoms and sextillions of years of unblemished worldly happiness will never tempt me again to turn away from thee. Many blessings on your spiritual journey. Home is a green hill, home is a wind blowing betrayal far, far away. Home is the Yeah.